0: Hello and welcome to Muppetsational, the Muppet Show podcast hosted by three huge Muppet fans. Join us each week as we dive into an episode of Jim Henson's classic variety show, now finally available on Disney+. Plus. This week, it's just us as we do our Season <laughs> 1 wrap-up. It's time to get things started on the chronological, explorational, conversational, wrap upsational Muppet Sational! Woo! Hello everybody and welcome to the season one wrap-up of Muppetsational I'm Lewis Chandler. I'm Jade
1: Turner. And I'm Emma Chandler.
0: We are here to chat about the season that has just been and to look back at our own first season of muppetsational How are we all feeling folks? We're one-fifth of the way through. Oh my god, I can't believe
2: we've made it. This is crazy. <laughs> this is... <laughs> no, but seriously, like... I know we said this last episode but we started this in February it's now September it's been a strange year but obviously this has been a constant in it which has been lovely and yeah I'm 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 excited to chat about the season to be honest because especially some of those early episodes they feel like forever ago but when I was looking back
1: at them I was like oh like it was so lovely to watch them yeah definitely like I can't believe this is like the longest thing I've committed to <laughs> <laughs> and i just realized we're all practically nearly a year older as well from when we started
0: all right emma emma it's been eight months (laughs) right (laughs) some of us are still in their 20s thank you and we know you're not great at math emma but that's uh that's some pretty piss poor maths it's,
1: yeah stretching <laughs> yeah, it got my c and got out
0: <laughs> i feel i wish i'd done a bit of uh you know research into what the world was like in the february of this year compared to <laughs> now we were living in a pre-abba new music world <gasps> what a time to be alive
2: what a time Ugh. what a time Little little did we know that I'm assuming you also bought tickets. Of course, I'm a gay man who lives in London. (laughs) To show that I have range, I'm seeing Foo Fighters the Thursday and ABBA the Friday.
0: So, Pete, Pete, by contrast, Peter and I may be flying back from actual Sweden. A day Actual or two, before, Sweden. <laughs> so we're just having a herd a a week.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Will you go to the Abba Museum while you're in Sweden?
0: I am going to try and insist that we do. We're yes. technically visiting uh, one of Peter's relatives that lives okay. about nine hours away from Stockholm, <laughs> but I think there's a way we can do
1: it. <laughs> it's okay, you can nine commandeer hours. like a vehicle and just go.
0: <laughs> commandeer a vehicle,
2: <laughs> I think you need to be one of the avatars so you can just like pixelate yourself through a hologram into the museum. (laughs) Travel by map as the Muppets would do,
0: you know? Travel by map. Nice. Nice way to bring it back onto the actual topic. (laughs) Because This is is not an ABBA podcast, uh, believe it or not. So, we have got a few interesting things happening this episode. Uh, We will be doing uh, our individual highlights from the season. We also have some raw data that I have amassed. (laughs) With an Excel spreadsheet. Uh, Sprint spreadsheet. food <laughs> spreadsheet. With Swedish an Excel spreadsheet that took me a legitimately long amount of time. <laughs> Technically, did it on some of my work day. I hope my boss isn't listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> but it was all worth it and it's very pretty now. Uh, I should say, Jade and Emma have no idea of what the. Final scores or totals are. By contrast, I realised I forgot to make any predictions myself before (laughs) I started on (laughs) that. Before I start asking the data, so unfortunately I will not be able to join in with any of the fun guessing because I just didn't think. You know,
2: I do. So
0: I'm also going to be slightly led when I start talking about my highlights because I can actually back it up with graphs. I can be like, "Well, if we looked at the research here, we can see that I very much enjoyed this episode." Are we going to need to like
2: publish a little booklet of Lewis's findings alongside this
0: episode?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Figure <Exactly>. one. Figure. <laughs> Oh
0: dear. But I think the first thing we are going to do is kick off with a little quiz that I have prepared for Jade and Emma. We have 10 questions based around the first season of The Muppet Show and also... The first season of Muppetsational. So I should hope, even if you can't get the former, you were physically present and involved in the latter.
2: I'm really concerned about my score, especially with the latter, due to the fact that I have edited every single episode. So Ah. if there are things. Oh wait, yeah, I was gonna-
0: (laughs) I did some. I just had to pass them to you because it turned out because I didn't have glasses. I actually (laughs) didn't see some of (laughs) them. And how much better was my edit after I had the glasses?
2: It, it was better, Lewis. Absolutely. the The glasses have uh, have definitely, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it made your editing process much more efficient. And uh, yeah, <laughs> but but if I if I'm getting Muppet questions wrong, we have to question what on earth I thought I was listening to while editing. By
0: contrast, Emma, you have done no editing. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel at your... What do you think your odds are?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Emma's got a perfect get-out-of-jail freak. Yeah.
0: You can't use the diabetes for everything, Emma. <laughs>
1: That's my go-to.
0: <laughs> um, are you both feeling ready to start our muppet quiz? Do I
1: need to get a pen?
0: Emma, why don't you have a pen? You knew you were okay, doing a quiz. On. I'm
1: sorry. I'm ill-prepared.
0: Are you were going to say I'm ill. <laughs> when are you not? <laughs> Okay, go. <laughs> oh, uh, Jade, if you could drop in some kind of dramatic music into the edit here. So, some something Muppet-related, but still a bit tense. I don't know. <laughs> I'll leave that with you. And we'll put that in here. Welcome back to the Muppet-sational <laughs> quiz. Question one. In the Peter Ustinov episode, I do an impression of a US president. But which US president is it? A. John F. Kennedy. B. Richard Nixon. C. Bill Clinton. Or D. Sally Field as Mary Todd Lincoln?
2: (laughs) Is that going to be an answer for all of them? Actress Sally Field.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sally Field as Mary Todd Lincoln. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Sally Field will feature in every way. Oh, she'd be a great Muppet Show.
2: Oh, she would have been amazing.
0: Well, let's not dwell. All right. For question one. Emma, what did you put? I put A. Kennedy. Jade?
2: I've put B. Richard Nixon.
0: Jade is correct. Although on on numerous occasions, I have done a John F. Kennedy episode. I was
2: going to say. On
0: that one episode, I actually do a... Richard Nixon impression.
2: <laughs> Lewis, can I just ask, is the whole quiz gonna be about what you did on Smash? <laughs> no, because I made a point
0: to make sure it wasn't like that.
2: <laughs> okay, good.
0: Alright, keeping score, Jade one Emma None. Okay. Nil pois. <laughs> pois. Alright. Question two. In our Muppet's Haunted Mansion mini episode, how many times do we say <laughs> Muppet's Haunted Mansion?
1: Oh, oh, yikes.
0: A, 4, B, 6, C, 8, or D, 10? Jade, I will go to you first.
2: I'm going for
1: C, 8. C,
0: 8. Emma? I'm
1: also going for C, 8.
0: <laughs> you are both wrong we only say it a four no, times no i know i went to that episode thinking this is going to be hilarious <laughs> and we literally only say it four times i think it's because we've said it we said it a bunch of times before we started yeah. recording yeah. and <laughs> in a bunch of times at other points that we just assumed we'd said it hundreds of times we and we keep texting
2: times. each other muppets on the Muppet well, so. oh yeah
0: and what's that voice messaging <laughs>
2: Wow, okay. Well, that's good for you, listeners, that you only had to listen to us say it four times.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We really rode it into the ground. We did, we
2: did. did.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, question three. In the Juliet Prowse episode... Oh, my God. (laughs) We learned that Juliet was attacked by what animal on two (laughs) separate (laughs) occasions? (laughs) A... A leopard, B, a white tiger, C, a cougar, or D, a jaguar. I don't know why I said that like I was in Mad Men. Jaguar. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. A jaguar. It doesn't sound as impressive. <laughs> a jaguar. 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 All right, Emma, I'm going to come to you first. A. And Jade.
2: I think it's a leopard too. A also.
0: You are both correct. It was indeed Yay! a leopard Hooray! that mauled Juliet Prowse on two <laughs> separate occasions. <Yeah. laughs> I hope Juliet Prowse has got it in her wardrobe. <laughs> Question four. After my Trebian opening to the Charles Aznavour episode on oh say, what was Emma's first judgmental comment? A. I feel like I'm in the queue at Disneyland Paris. (laughs) B, was that meant to be French? (laughs) C, didn't they make you drop French at school? (laughs) Or D, I can't speak French, but I let the funky music do the talking. (laughs) All right, Emma, I am going to go to you first.
1: (laughs) I'm going to say B.
0: And Jade?
2: Yeah, I'm also saying B, was that meant to be French?
0: You are both correct. That is indeed Woo-hoo. Emma's judgmental comment after my <laughs> Trebian Charles Aznavour opening. Oh dear. All right. As it stands, Jade is on three and Emma is on two. It is still all to play for. It's
2: very tense.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'll add in some more tense music here. Yes, do. Because <laughs> I'm
0: getting to the end of the multiple choice questions and then we're just getting oh. on to... We oh. just got to know the answer. All right. Question... Five. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. Five. <laughs> Which of these phrases did Emma mess up during the first season of Muppetsational? Yikes. A. Really weird rat. B. Eight Irving Berlin medleys. C. <laughs> flirty little frog. Or D. All of the above. <laughs> Jade?
2: Uh, it's all of the above and (laughs) i would like emma to say them all now please
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm just going to assume emma got that question right as well and we'll just jump straight to emma trying to attempt these and if emma gets them do you know what if emma can get all of the those first three out of her mouth in the first attempt i will give emma another point
2: yes i'm totally with you that's
1: only fair (laughs) okay right here we go no pressure Really weird rat <gasps> Flirty little frog And I can't remember the third one
0: Eight Irving Berlin medleys
1: Irving Berlin medleys Eight, eight Irving Berlin medleys Eight,
2: eight Irving Oh, oh no. Emma oh, no. See
0: I'll give you half a point give you <laughs>
2: half... Good effort though Emma Good effort Very good
0: effort Emma <laughs> You really did try to say the words that you had said <laughs>
2: Well, no, to be fair, she never ever said the eight Irvin Berlin medley. She never got Yeah, I gave
0: out. up. Oh, no, but we did chuck it <laughs> on the end of an episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are now onto the I am not giving you answers, you just have to know them section. But there are a lot of points available in this <laughs> second half. All right, we will go back up to the top. Question number six. How many Oscar-winning performers are featured in the first season of The Muppet God. Show... One, if you can get the number right, but I will give you an additional point for the name of every Oscar-winning performer in the first season of The Muppet Show. And pencils down.
1: Pencils down. <laughs> I don't think
0: I've got enough. All right. Okay. First, we'll take your nu- um, amount
1: mm-hmm. each, Okay.
0: and then we'll see how you're doing. So, uh, Emma, your answer. I've said four. And Jade?
2: I've also got four, but I've got a feeling I've missed someone. You
0: are both correct. It is four performers.
1: Amazing.
0: Kudos. So you both get a point. I'll get that down. Now, I think the only way we'll be able to do this is if both of you WhatsApp me individually your names for your performers. All right. Okay. So I will go through each of the ones that you both got correctly. You both obviously you've got... Rita Moreno, our most famous egot, a point each to you. Woohoo! Uh, you both also got Joel Gray, who won the <laughs> Cabaret, of course. You both also got Peter Ustinov. Congratulations, <laughs> our favourite Praro. <laughs> However, you both got your final one incorrect. Oh. Jade, you wrote Lena Horn. She was never given an Oscar. Was she not? No. no. And Emma, you wrote Ethel Merman, who was never even nominated for an Oscar. No. Shocking. The final Oscar winning performer is Paul Williams for oh, writing the song For a Star is Born. Oh. I knew I'd get you in there. <laughs> <one.
1: laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Good
2: question, Lewis. That was tricky.
1: I love the fact that we literally got them all right, apart yeah, from our last
2: we one. we forgot Paul Williams, which feels very bad for yeah.
1: a Miles
0: podcast. Whoops.
2: So, sorry, everyone.
0: <laughs> He's a very small man. It's very easy to do. Oh, my goodness. I missed out on one of my multiple choice questions. Sorry, I wrote this in a notes app, and then I was trying to decide the order really quick. So I've got one more multiple choice for you. God's sake. Alright, question whatever (laughs) I think it's seven Seven In the Sandy Duncan episode I refer to Sandy Duncan as a what? A. A discount Julie Andrews B. A triple threat C. A living embodiment of Liza Minnelli tries to turn off a lamp Or D. A hoofer Jade, I will go to you first.
1: Uh, I believe it's D, Lewis, a hoofer. And Emma. I believe so too. D, a hoofer. You're
0: correct. It is indeed a hoofer.
1: Whoop, 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 whoop.
0: (laughs) Do you know what? We will stay on the same episode for our next question. What food forms the basis for the backstage runner in the (laughs) Sandy Duncan episode? What food forms the basis of the backstage runner in the Sandy Duncan episode? All right, Emma, I'm going to go to you first. Banana. And Jade. Banana. It is indeed a banana. I had completely forgotten that. And I thought that would be a really good question because it turns <laughs> out that I cannot remember what happened in February. It's a, it's a
2: long time ago. It was a very
0: long time ago. We will move on to our penultimate question. I think. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) There is only one podcast in the first season of Muppet Sational where Jade does the opening spiel instead of me. But who was the guest on The Muppet Show for that episode? That question again. There is only one podcast in the first season of Muppet Sational where Jade does the opening spiel instead of me. But who was the guest on The Muppet Show for that episode? All right, Jade.
1: I'm
0: now, no guess. pressure, but it literally involves you and your own speaking.
2: I'm gonna guess Connie Stevens. Emma. I went for Harvey
1: Corman.
0: <laughs> I'm afraid you're both wrong. It was Jim Neighbors, oh, Episode Neighbours. Three on that first weekend where we did two episodes and then a third one.
2: I knew it was Episode Three,
0: and yet you went for Connie Stevens. Yeah, I forgot that we. <laughs> no.
2: Because I was thinking that we'd done one and then we'd done Juliet and then Connie. No,
0: we did Rita, Sandy, yeah. Jim. Jim, and then and we then went, went back. back. Yeah. yeah, that's Thanks what to messed Disney me up Disney Plus just fucking us around. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's what messed me up though. I couldn't remember how many we'd done before we'd reset, so. That's quite a ride. <gasps> sorry, sorry, Jim. Sorry, sorry, Connie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are down to our final question. And there is a chance to receive quite a few points in this final question. So it is still all to play for. At this point, uh, Jade, you are on nine. Mm-hmm. Emma, you are on eight and a half. Ooh. <laughs> it is genuinely all still to play for. In our Lena Horn episode, who did we each say we would dress up as for 1976 Halloween? In the Lena Horn episode of Muppetsational. Who did we each say we would dress as for 1976 Halloween?
2: Do we need to get the exact person? Because I remember the franchises that things were from.
0: I'm... I might award... Extra points. More specificity. Yeah, okay. yes, Yeah, I will award more specificity. Okay. All right. Emma. I'm going to come to you first. This
1: is really hard because I genuinely can't remember. I think (laughs) you, Lewis, didn't you say it was ABBA or someone from ABBA? All
0: right. You're going to say that for me. Uh, What are you going to say for Jade?
1: Oh, now. I don't know. I honestly can't remember what me and Jade said. I do remember I said something like I was scared of wigs. I can't remember who I would have (laughs) dressed up as. I generally don't remember.
0: All right. Jade, your answers, please. So
2: I said Kermit. Lewis, you said someone from Charlie's Angels, but I cannot remember who you said. Or was it
0: Jacqueline Smith?
2: (laughs) I think that rings a bell, Emma, yeah. And then Emma, you said ABBA, and I think we then had a conversation about the members of ABBA, and I think you said Agneta. And just in case anyone thinks, just for
0: proof, that's what I've just written. Oh, no. Okay. We can see it. All right. So I'm afraid, Emma, you did not get anything <laughs> correct. That's <laughs> not a surprise. In that final question. And Jade, I'm going to give you three out of a possible... Um, yeah, I'm going to give you three out of a possible five points. So uh, Emma did indeed say a member of ABBA. She did not specify. I just said that I would be Agnitha. <laughs> okay. I said, I insisted that I would be Agnetha. <laughs> Jade, you did indeed say Kermit, and then while I did float the idea of Jacqueline Smith, (laughs) so I did say her name quite a few times. We then realised it would be too early for me to do Jacqueline Smith, so I actually said Sarah Jane Smith from Doctor Who, and I would convince somebody else to dress up as a Dalek, probably Peter. (laughs) Lucky Peter, (laughs) lucky Peter. (laughs) So at the end of that Muppet Sational Quiz, Emma. You are in second place with eight and a half. And Jade, you stormed ahead with 12 <gasps> points. Woo! Yay! Well done. A round of applause to your both.
2: <laughs> I, I think I've done myself proud considering the uh, the hours of editing. <laughs> so what <Yeah>. a relief.
0: <laughs> yeah, honestly. Great. What a wealth of useless information you have at your disposal. <laughs> if anything, kudos, Emma, for having a life. <laughs>
2: All those lovely long walks you've been on,
0: <laughs> and that is the end of the sensational quiz. Jay played a dramatic music.
2: That was great, <laughs> excellent, wonderful. <laughs> well, thanks for that quiz, Lewis. That was a lot of fun, and also made me, uh, yeah, not not regret my decisions. <laughs> 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 don't ask me Um, questions about season one in a year's time though because there's no way that's going to be in there at that
0: point (laughs) jade seriously when i was looking through some of the information from the first half of the season i was (laughs) (laughs) if you paid me 100 pounds to name something that happened in one of those early episodes (laughs) i was like who's this (laughs) what
2: (laughs) yeah i know what you mean I was a little bit the same when I um, flicked through the the list of episodes on Wikipedia. Some of it I was like, oh yeah, that happened, didn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully we'll be talking about some things that we all remember quite well. Because we're going to move on to discussing some of our favourite things from this first season of The Muppet Show. Beginning with our favourite guest star. So, Emma... Would you like to kick us off? Who was your favourite guest star of this season?
1: Well, my favourite guest star of this season was Bruce Forsyth. Yay, Brucey! (laughs) Yeah, so it was really, it was quite difficult to choose actually, but then I kind of thought, to be honest, Bruce's episode was probably the most well-rounded episode and kind of like i said at the time his interaction with the muppets was absolutely amazing he played it so well and he just matched their energy he played to the camera he played to the audience i just thought he was so good in his episode and as a guest so yeah bruce forsyth how about you jade
2: i've gone brucey too
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah go Brucey. Um yeah I agree with you completely. I
2: I think he was a consummate professional in his episode. I I wrote down about his interaction which we obviously spoke about at length in the mm. episode. But I just think he brought he he brought a believability to it and he really made you buy into this idea that he was performing with other performers and not just that they're muppets as in puppets. You know they like when he was dancing with gorky bird and at the end when he was singing with piggy it was just so so lovely it was just a really really amazing performance from him and obviously it played to his strengths as this amazing vaudeville performer and that was on full display so yeah sir bruce forsyth in Mm. full flow it was lovely lewis are you going to make it three for three
0: I'm not, but I'm, I'm basically, I'm struggling between two to three choices, (laughs) but they're all for very different reasons. And actually none of them are who you said. Bruce was great, but it What it's basically it's between the sort of expectation. So two of them are, I had fairly high Mm -hmm. expectations for, and they were met. And then another person was just a complete surprise and joy. So I'm basically fighting between... Kelsey Priest, Rita Moreno, Ethel Merman, and then the camp mm-hmm. Connie Stevens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because Rita and Ethel just perfectly gelled with The Muppet Show. They were so game and they were so up for it and they really fit with the dynamic. Now, Connie Stevens also really fit with the dynamic, but we also had no idea who this woman <laughs> was. And then she turned up in a waft of thick hairspray, blonde hair with an indeterminate age and just larked about for half an hour. And she was just an absolute joyful guest. But do you know what? Out of all the guests we had, I think I am going to give it to Rita. Mm-hmm. She was the first guest we saw. She basically... And even though that wasn't technically the right <laughs> the right way to watch it, but she set the template for us and actually you know, she was rarely bettered. So I think there's something about her presence as a guest, her being game, her talent, her humour, her singing, her dancing, her multiple skills that basically mean that that is what you have to be able to be to be a good Muppet Show guest. So step it up. (laughs) You're going to be EGOT worthy (laughs) to be on the Muppet Show. So yeah, I'm going to go with Rita Moreno.
2: I think that's very fair, yeah. I'd be curious to see what everyone's gone with, with the next one we're going to talk about, which is our favourite episode. I I feel like maybe I should kick us off here because off the back of what you've just said, Lewis, I've gone for Connie Stevens for my favourite episode. And again, largely because of what you've just said, you know, we had no idea what we were getting going into it. And it was just so entertaining and so much fun from the start to the finish. Her episode was absolutely packed with great Muppet stuff, as well as her being amazing. We had Kermit singing Lydia. I mean, you know, Kermit's not had that many performances this season, but that was amazing and a really great fun one. The Swedish chef made meatballs, which is just the most perfect food for the Swedish chef (laughs) to be making. Uh, You know, yes, Teenager in Love and Close to You were both divine camp experiences, shall we say. And then I know you didn't love this, but we had the Saxon violence, which was Zoo and Menomena mocking around, which I really, really enjoyed. And then we finished with Bert and Ernie, which was just this cherry on top of the cake. And yeah, I I just loved it. I honestly, the Connie Stevens episode, I agree with you in a lot of ways about Rita. She set the bar so high, but I actually think that the Connie episode is one of the only ones that's really genuinely pushed that at all, or mm-hmm. and yeah. and. And I just loved it. I just thought it was such a fun episode. And obviously, I'm really hoping that in future seasons, we get far more of that Connie Stevens-esque style episode. And obviously, it'd be nice to see some other people from Sesame Street as well, if they want to toddle along. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Emma, what's your favourite episode?
1: Well, we're going to go two for two here, because I also <laughs> said Connie Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> whoop, whoop. Oh. Emma, we're too similar. We're too similar. That's maybe why we're friends. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Basically, you pretty much laid it all out, Jade. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You know, like you said, we didn't know who Connie Stevens was. And so we didn't have an expectation. And boy, mm. was it a great episode. It was packed with some great songs. It was Packed with some great Muppets and also, like you said, we had Bert and Ernie. I loved her little song with Bert at the end with you know, with the wind machines and the steps and the dress and the little suit Bert was wearing. So yeah, Connie Stevens, um, her episode is my favourite episode. Um, how about you, Lou?
0: K Ballard. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it it feels almost reductive to say Connie Stevens as well so I'm going to give my vote to Connie but I was also wanting to just shout out that I did also when I when I thought about what episode would I sort of readily go back to watch yeah. again or potentially show somebody else what the Muppet show is I actually kept thinking about the Valerie Harper episode. Mm,
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Because not only is Valerie a really game, talented guest, but they also use the Muppet backstage runner in a really fun, interesting way that I think would be much more familiar to people watching television now than the more pun-based, a bit uh, just, you know schlocky kind of stuff that we had to wade our way through in this first season. If you wanted to get somebody onto The Muppet Show and had to show them a first season episode, I think you would do well showing them the Valerie Harper episode.
2: I was really thinking about Valerie's episode too, because I agree, I think it's a really, really strong episode. It was only when I was looking back through it that I do, and I think we, again, we talked about this at length, I feel like the second half of it, gets a little bit weaker than the first yes. half mm. um you know you've got like the search in which was a bit sort of something of nothing Wayne it is, and Wonder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wayne and Wonder I think that's the one where the factory smogs them oh which... well that's hilarious
0: <laughs> oh no I mean one of their finest hours <laughs> one
2: of their finest um the Muppet newsflash where nothing happens which is just bizarre and then what really led it down for me and was the reason that I definitely went with Connie was her final number with the Claude Hoppers, the nobody does it like me, because I just felt but like that I was... still
0: enjoyed that. She I was just... wearing some fun trousers. Like, she did a... the I splits. <laughs> she did do the splits. What more do you want, Jade?
2: A bit of effort.
0: look how many of our prominent tv stars do you see dropping into the splits these days you don't see saran jones like from vigil (laughs) and dr foster just turning up on graham norton and doing the splits the only place you can see the splits is bloody kyle richards on the real housewives of beverly hills every 10 minutes at any party where she's had two drinks she drops down she spins her hair around in a little ponytail and that's it We need more multi-hyphenate performers on primetime television who drop into the splits. It can't just be strictly; it has to be in other places.
2: <laughs> well, you can work on that show, Lewis. Okay,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I need to work on my splits first. but <laughs> <laughs> No, I I, I, up I, for that.
2: I totally agree though. I think Valerie Harper would be a great episode to to show someone. And I, it, you're right. I would readily rewatch the Valerie Harper episode. Yeah. Good fun, okay, um so the next thing we all had a little think about was the most surprising thing, or the thing that surprised us the most in this first season, and Lewis, seeing as you haven't gone first yet, do you
0: wanna <laughs> surprise us with your surprise so <laughs> I don't know if this probably would be a surprise for you both, but I think maybe I'm just <laughs> I think I just went into the Muppet show a little bit naive. Nay, dumb, if you will. Um, It was actually the number of really entertaining one-off Muppets. Mm, mm. I just didn't consider they would have 24 episodes each at 25 minutes that wouldn't just be featuring all the main Muppets. And I feel like, having now realised that we've come to the end of a first season of a variety show, what a stupid thought that was. I just... (laughs) I just really hadn't figured that. So, you know, like the, I was trying, I was looking back through, and like the danceros, the snuffs and phenomena, Java, and then even my little weirdos like Cynthia Birdley and that little <laughs> screaming blonde Harridan, you know, any of those little dancers. French bread! We'll get to them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Fine. <laughs>
0: So I think, yeah, for me, the surprise was... And, and and more that actually those one-off Muppets or, you know, not big character Muppets being just as, if not more entertaining in some weeks than some of our well-known Muppets, you know, our Gonzos or our, you know, Statlers and Waldorf potentially. And, you know, no Rizzo. You know, the fact that these little... They turn up for three minutes and they're gone. And then they could sometimes be the highlight of the episode... I think was the nicest surprise for me.
2: Yeah, I mean I think I was aware that there was going to be one off muppets but I think there was there was probably more than I was expecting them there to be. Mm. Like it did feel a lot of the time that we sort of had maybe not quite one a week but there were certainly plenty of them scattered throughout the whole season weren't there. Emma how about you then who what or who or what was your biggest surprise?
1: It's interesting actually because when I was thinking about this there were a couple of things So I was actually quite surprised, although I suppose it's because I'm looking back at it with hindsight, with how undeveloped as a character Kermit Was especially at the beginning. Mm. I know we commented several times how Kermit seems like a completely different character, and obviously, now it's because, obviously, as we know, we've gone on through the season, it's because you know it's more of the introduction of him, they're finding their feet on what direction they want Kermit to go in, but also a bit like you, Lou, like the introduction of like Mildred and hilda and george i loved george and his little forays into showbiz and you know i'm actually going to miss those guys in season two and you know especially when like mildred had her moment in the sun with charles yeah so i think it's just been interesting watching it with everything we know but then trying to put that aside to kind of understand like as if you were watching it for the first time yeah so it's been quite surprising and and a bit like you said as well Lou kind of not really getting a lot of certain characters like Piggy and Gonzo and things like that and you kind of think they're there straight away but obviously they weren't so yeah that's definitely um surprised me um how about you Jade
2: yeah so one of the things that I noted down was just simply Kermit being mean (laughs) That's just something that I was not expecting at all, and was really, really, genuinely shocked by. Um, and I really hope that come season two, he's uh, lost that little mean streak because I don't really like sassy Kermit that much. Me
0: either. It's meant to be a symbol for hope. <laughs> God damn it!
2: Yes, exactly, exactly. So yeah, that. And then I wrote down two people for my for my other surprises. I think Sandy Duncan and Ruth Buzzy were my two big surprises because I didn't really know anything about either of them going in and I found them both pretty delightful. I think with a lot of the other stars, I knew something of them and they either generally lived up to expectations or maybe they didn't, but that was also kind <laughs> of in keeping with what I was thinking of them in general. But yeah, I I think they were both surprising stars of the show. And I guess following on from that, I've also written down a disappointment from the series. I don't know if you two have, but... Oh, yes.
0: the Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll strap in. Oh, my yes. Um,
2: <laughs> but I think for me, the biggest disappointment was Twiggy or Twiggy's episode. I oh, just, gross. yeah, I, I don't really want to talk about it again because Ever we, we again. did that, but it was just awful and... I feel so sorry for her because I just think she clearly had so much more to give and I do not understand for the life of me what it was that they put together for her. So yeah, that that was my biggest disappointment. (laughs) I don't
0: think Twiggy is losing sleep over it, Jade. I mean,
2: (laughs) (laughs) well, she probably did at the time. She might have been quite upset (sighs) at the time. (laughs)
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. What in God's name have I signed myself? Yeah. What in the hell? What <laughs> the hell is that King and Queen Muppet? <laughs> Freaking awful.
2: What about the Hick Muppet with the ling- laggy legs and the oh.
0: So, do you want to know something that I actually learned after we did our Twiggy episode, and we were we were all basically like, "Why the hell is she doing country music? Why is Twiggy doing that?" Um, I got a message from uh, a chap I know on Twitter called Giovanni, who is just An expert about all things television and listened to Muppetsational. Thank you. Um, Tweaky was releasing country music at the time.
2: No, that is what Emma suggested, and we both shot her down.
0: Yeah, we did. (laughs) See. Which I thought was for good cause. It turns out Twiggy was literally releasing country music at the time. So it would not have been out of place to see Twiggy singing country. So Emma, you were totally right. She was
2: trying to crack the Midwest. Who knew? I knew it. I knew it. Actually, The
0: biggest surprise of the season was Emma being completely right about (laughs) Twiggy (laughs) wanting to release country music.
2: Oh my God. That is crazy.
0: Isn't that nuts?
2: Yeah, oh, maybe she was quite happy with it then.
0: Maybe, yeah, maybe with that (laughs) it's just like, well, (laughs) I got the album promo done. Let's get the hell out.
2: (laughs)
1: Wow, thanks, Giovanni. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Emma, what was your biggest disappointment of the season?
1: I think I'm going to go with Joel Grey. (laughs) Yep. Well... I was quite surprised. I thought you might have gone for him, Jade, actually, to be (sighs) fair. I think the Twiggy episode was just so bad, I could not get past that. Like,
2: the Joel Grey episode was bad, but the Twiggy episode just took bad to a whole other level, personally. True. True. But yeah, I I think in terms of expectations, I certainly expected a lot more from Joel Grey, and he obviously Mm. very much under-delivered, so yeah, that's completely fair
1: yeah that's kind of why I decided to go with him because I think out of all the names you know he was one that we were all like oh this is gonna be really awesome really cool and we had like very high expectations and then it crashed and burned
0: <laughs> I mean burned would imply some sort of spark <laughs>
2: <laughs> or just any energy
0: present at all really or yeah oxygen. no it, it, was, was just... it was
2: quite it was
1: quite a shame actually
0: <laughs> dead on arrival completely dead what a bes- yeah. Not to spoil uh, you know, some of the information that we have coming up, but uh twenty-fourth and twenty-third place in our rankings <laughs> of season one of the Muppet Show go Twiggy with nine out of thirty, <laughs> followed by Joel Grey with twelve and a half out of thirty.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, way, way, yeah, way down. <laughs> like yeah. Even if we gave Twiggy two times more our final points, she would only then, she would only just be cusping our top winner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Indeed. not good.
2: Lewis, what's what's your biggest disappointment then?
0: Beyond, obviously, the two givens of uh, Twiggy and Jill Gray, I have to say my own personal biggest disappointment was no beaker. <laughs> I didn't realise that even if Muppet Labs appeared in this first season, we would not be getting my father, my son, i don't know, my brother. Twin. Twin, yeah. My, uh, my twin brother, Beaker. Uh, and that was incredibly disappointing to me. <laughs> no matter how lovely uh, Dr. Bunsen Honeydew and the Emmerac <laughs> machine behind him was, uh, when will my Beaker return from war? Uh, I'm hoping next season and I don't quite know how I'm going to react when he first first meeps on the screen. Uh,
2: I think you'll be meeping, it'll be fine. I will.
0: (laughs) Meeped to to death.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of disappointments and things not being always as we want them to be on the Muppet show, (laughs) I think before we move on to our favourite Muppets of the season we should probably touch on our least favourite Muppets because yeah. I think there's a few contenders to be discussed. So Emma, who who was your least favourite Muppet of season one?
1: I don't think this is going to be a surprise to anyone because I was very disturbed by this Muppet. So my worst Muppet of this season is Gorgon Heap.
0: Oh, that was mine too.
1: That terrifying little monster that eats everyone and everything.
2: Oh. He's just hungry. He's not
1: just hungry, Jade. He's got a problem.
0: Oh, it was just so alarming. Oh, do you know what? I've got a second one. I'm fine. Now, Emma, you carry on with Gorgon. I'm fine.
1: Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to have to say Gorgon Heap, but also I did have the um, -the off-the-rack Muppets as well.
0: (laughs) Yes. Uh, You mean like the -the off-the-rack Muppets from, uh, like, Comedy Tonight? Yeah. All those creepy little freaks.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Lewis, I feel like you've got a big reveal for your least favourite Muppets, so should I do mine first?
0: Uh, It's not really a reveal, but yeah, go ahead, you go first.
2: (laughs) Uh, Well, I said the Talking Houses
0: because oh I had fully forgotten they existed did I
1: even watch this show <laughs> that is because... a good shout Jade
2: well just every time they appeared I didn't enjoy them a single time they made me constantly roll my eyes and just I mean I know they were short but I we still all had to live through them <laughs> so yeah they were absolutely my least favorite Muppets and I know it's it's actually upsetting because they're beautiful puppets but The material is just terrible. So... Those houses should be condemned. Yes. (laughs) I only ever want to see them again if they are being written by someone who can actually tell a joke. (laughs) That's... that's... (laughs) Oh, Oh, they're so terrible. They are my absolute least favourite Muppet. You can give me Gorgon Heap any day of the week (laughs) over the talking houses. Lewis, who... Who is your least favourite Muppet then?
0: I actually can't believe neither of you said this. Vendorface.
2: Well, I did think about Vendorface, but I hate the talking
0: houses more. You hate them more than Vendorface?
2: Vendorface was only in three episodes. The talking houses were in like 15. Yeah, but imagine
0: if you just got to look at one of those Muppets or the other just from a purely visual standpoint. At least the houses look nice. Vendorface was (laughs) ugly and awful. (laughs) This is true, and it went on for a really long oh time. God, that, I that bet one. if you actually added out, added on the full length of all those houses sketch, it would still be shorter <laughs> combined. That might than be vendor true. Face.
2: That might be true, especially that middle vendor face one. That was oh terrifying.
0: <laughs> I felt myself age. <laughs> Just
2: yes. I I grew some lines yeah. around my eyes. <laughs> yeah, vendor face is definitely up there. Yeah,
0: I think it's got to be. Yeah. Awful, awful work. (laughs) Awful television.
2: Let us move on very, very swiftly and stop thinking of these horrible Muppets. Let's do our favourite Muppets
0: of the season. Yay! Yay! And this is where I swoop in from (laughs) Muppet (laughs) Data and Analytics Lab, where what I can do is after you and Emma... uh mention your favorite muppet i can check the data to see whether your scores over the season actually back it up (laughs) that was the sound of my machine
2: was that Rack?
0: that was Rack. no that's emma chandler (laughs) um
2: who's well who would you like to
0: go first then lewis oh um well, to be fair, I should probably just get mine out of the way. because. Okay, uh, we can do that. Although, to be fair, it pro- <laughs> yeah, mine probably doesn't need data to back it up. It will come as no surprise to either of you that my favourite Muppets of this season was any kind of sentient food. <laughs> yeah. Whether it be sentient banana or sentient bread of the French or American variety. <laughs> They were adorable, I loved them, they came in, they had a good joke, and then they left. And I think that's all, that's all I want from a career, so. <laughs> <laughs> and to looks so good to eat. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, that would be uh, my choice, and <laughs> glasses on. The data does back this up. <laughs> I have two votes for Sentient Banana for MVMP, two votes for Sentient Bread <gasps> for MVMP. Oh my <laughs> and then uh, my only other one was two votes over the season four animal for MVMP. So wow. four votes over 24 episodes <laughs> for sentient food. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Bold, compelling choices. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Jade, why don't you uh, go next and give us your favourite Muppet for the season?
2: I really struggled with this because I feel like there's... I feel like, obviously, a lot of the key Muppets either aren't quite there, as we've talked about all season, or haven't been given the right material to do their thing properly. So I really... I was looking for someone who felt like they'd basically performed... And been in character as we know them throughout the whole season. So I've gone with Rolf. Because I think that he has consistently delivered. He's given me plenty of opportunities to laugh. He's also made me go aww on numerous occasions. And I just think not, not he's held the show together in the same way that, say, Kermit does. Because he is actually the host of The Muppet Show. But I just think Rolf's been a very consistent presence throughout the entire season. And the majority of the time, it's been a delight to see him, whether that's in a UK spot or whether that's as Dr. Bob or whether that's, you know, getting to do a little bit with a guest or some of the other Muppets or whatever. So I went Rolf. I just felt like he was consistent in a way that a lot of the other Muppets weren't.
0: Well, would you like to know how the data backs that up, Jade? Yes, please do. So, Jade, you really spread it around during the first <laughs> season of Muppet Sational. You did indeed give Rolf two of your MVMPs over the season, uh, which does put him in first place. But you also gave two separate MVMP titles to Kermit, Fozzie, Sam the Eagle And Miss Piggy. So it is a shared (laughs) joint fifth for first place.
2: (laughs) There are uh, not medals being awarded, just... uh,
0: We wouldn't have the gold, Jade. We wouldn't have enough. We wouldn't
2: wouldn't have enough. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I think that's... Yeah. I think when I've given it to a lot of the others, obviously it's been for specific things that have happened within those particular episodes, That doesn't surprise me, Lewis. I try to be quite equal, you know, about these things. You're
0: a very benevolent leader, Jade. (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) Unlike you, that's just like, food. Ah. I'm giving it to the food.
0: All right, Emma, who was your favorite Muppet of the season?
1: Well, I don't think this is going to be a surprise (laughs) to anyone. And Jade stole my thunder again. Sorry, Emma. It's Rolf. Woo! Yay! Yay. We love Rolf. I love Rolf. Pretty much everything Jade's just said. (laughs) Dr. Bob. His like little musical numbers, his little poems, his interactions with the other Muppets. He's been consistent. He's been gorgeous. (laughs) Yeah, Rolf. But I do think he isn't the one who I've ranked the most as my MVMP. I think it might actually be Miss Piggy. So I'm going to throw over to you in the data, (laughs) Lou, to see what's going to (laughs) happen.
0: Well, Emma, you are wrong on both counts. (laughs) 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 Whoops. (laughs) So while it might not be a surprise to our listeners that you decided upon, Rolf, because you did talk about him a lot, you actually only ranked him as your MVMP on two occasions. I also listened to an episode where you believed you had already ranked him more and then decided not to give it to him and gave it to somebody else. When in fact, you had not, you'd only given it to him on one occasion, but had somehow convinced yourself you'd already done it more times. So this season, Emma, you actually have a joint first place where you gave three separate MVMP titles to Fozzie Bear and Gonzo what yeah and i can t- <laughs> emma, emma, you i can watching? back it up emma you gave fozzy mvmp on the connie stevens episode the harvey corman episode and the avery schreiber episode and you gave it to gonzo on the lena horn episode the vincent okay. price episode and mooman Chance. The wow. data does not lie.
1: The data just shows that I make it up every time we do the <laughs> ranking.
0: It just shows that Emma has absolutely no idea what is happening.
1: I think Emma's got a hat with the names of all the
2: Muppets on and she just puts her hand uh, in and just yanks it out. Pretty much. <laughs> wow, that's crazy that it was Fozzie and Gonzo. Wow.
0: I think that has. To, we have to bear in mind that sometimes when some characters have been doing quite so piss poorly in other episodes all we take is like one shining (laughs) moment and we go oh we better give it to them (laughs) it's almost like an award for most improved on some occasions i do think all right with that in mind i think it might be time for us to jump into our mvmp final rankings for the season now so it's just not me talking all the goddamn time i'm gonna be like those uh People that come on with that briefcase at the Academy Awards and say, we counted all these votes and we've done it very carefully. (laughs) And with special technology, WhatsApp, I'm just going to send (laughs) Jade (laughs) and Emma the results so they can read them out as we go. So Emma, I'm going to be sending you the joint winners we have for third place bronze for the MVMP final rankings
1: third place each of these muppies got three MVMP scores Statler Woo! Woo!
0: interestingly not Waldorf and Statler but just Statler just because, Statler uh, yeah. so Waldorf and Statler got two votes together but then Emma one week just chose Statler on his own so it moved Statler <laughs> up the ranking and Waldorf <laughs> had to stay where he was <laughs>
1: Waldorf. Hilda Yay! Yay! Yay. Yay! Sentient French bread. <laughs> no way, got
0: Sentient <laughs> slash French bread, and they are mostly down to me. <laughs> <laughs> the snobs. Yay! Yay. Manana, do 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 do. Manana, do 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 do. I was hoping do. for Emmett and Jack. Keep up, come on! We still got
2: it. Still <laughs> it's got late. It's late.
0: She's flagging. <laughs>
1: I was gonna say I'm flagging oh, guys. We'll get there,
0: we'll get there. Alright, we'll move on to uh, Jade for the uh, for the oh, okay. second place silver. silver rankings.
2: Silver. So for second place, each with four MVMP rankings. Very impressive. Gonzo! Yay! Hey!
0: I think that may definitely be a case of, oh thank God he did something good this think- week.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> he didn't just hit something with a hammer.
0: Animal! Yeah! Way.
2: And Sam the Eagle!
0: Ooh!
2: I know. He will be most pleased.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was quite surprised by Sam the Eagle.
2: Yeah, but I guess like again, kind of consistent. He had some good panel show discussions, didn't he? I
1: think.
0: Yes, particularly with uh he did, Bergen. He did,
1: especially when he tried to ask out Candice Bergen.
0: Yes, yeah, Candice Bergen. <laughs> that was great. All right, uh, I'll just do gold. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: go on then. Okay, you do gold, honey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll be like, who's it and what's its name? Getting the best picture <laughs> winner I was
2: going to say, I was worried Emma was going to do an Adele Dazeem, but we managed <laughs> to avoid <laughs> that, which <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm instead going to do a Faye Dunaway and just <laughs> La Lola Just going to say, Dr. Teeth, and just walk <laughs> off stage. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's not what it says on the card. <laughs> <Just say> like... <laughs> all right. So, uh, in first place, we have a top four, all in first place, who each received five individual MVMP rankings. I'm sure none of... Well, maybe some of these might come as a surprise. But the first that should come as no surprise is Miss Piggy. Yay! <laughs> she is a liberated pig at the top of the heap. <laughs> Emma's favourite, even if it's not backed up by the data, <laughs> Rolf! Yay! Yay! Well, Emma thought
2: that Rolf should have had at least one more and that would have put him
1: gold
0: <gasps> on his own oh my god you're so right emma if you had actually awarded rolf the one you wanted another time where you confused yourself rolf would be the winner this season
1: damn it <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's okay i think he'll forgive you emma i don't think he will you know i don't think rolf cares about awards
0: you know <laughs> but you have to live without emma for yourself
2: thanks <laughs> oh, Lewis. <laughs>
0: Rolf could have actually been the winner of season one of Muppet's Aged MVMP and by your sheer <laughs> lack, of, lack of admin lack of admin <laughs> look if anybody <laughs> suffered from lack of admin most it was me <laughs> in this hellish Excel spreadsheet that I had to pull together anyway the next MVMP final ranking first place was Fozzie Bear.
2: Wow. Wow. Good for you, Fozzie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Although technically, wait, did I count that as Oh no, I didn't. So I've got some interesting facts to um somebody who did just miss out uh, in who was had two MVMP votes was the magic trick cover. <laughs> Which was the yes. cupboard that Fozzie Bear got like stuck, did. In did that that. stuck in that uh, one episode. You and I both did, Emma. <laughs> you two did And that, I, I did think. wonder, because yeah. we yeah. both specified it was the moment where the magic trick cupboard gets wheeled on stage with Fozzie Bear's hat on top and Fozzie Bear inside doing his material. I wasn't sure whether I should count that as Fozzie Bear or magic trick no, cupboard.
2: It's the cupboard. Yeah, it's it is the cupboard, the cupboard which is what I went
0: for. But <laughs> even without that, uh, Fozzie Bear still was in number one position. And then... Our final MVMP winner is Kermit the Frog. (laughs) Which feels like... Even if he is mean. Yes, exactly. Which feels like it makes sense in a, oh yes, Kermit is a wonderful Muppet now. (laughs) But in the context of this first season feels a very interesting choice.
2: I think he just held everything together on a number of occasions Mm. and that was why we awarded it to him, when the rest of the show just felt even more chaotic than, than usual. There was just Kermit in the centre, making sure everything was running okay. So, yeah. It will be very interesting to see how these shift going into season two. Yes,
0: I will make sure to keep the season one ranking and then shift it over into another Excel spreadsheet to to then (laughs) add them as we go.
2: Add two. Just
0: for fun, I'm just going to run through the name of every single other Muppet that got an MVMP (laughs) ranking. All of these got two MVMP rankings. The Javas, slash Baby Java, Sentient Banana, Wardorf, Gorky Bird, Magic Trick Cupboard, and The Ghosts. All of these Muppets got one MVMP ranking from one of us. Muppet Man, Danceros, Chorus Girl Who Loses Wig, <laughs> Lydia, Sweetums, Baby Coos All of Me Muppets, George, Dr. Bunsen Honeydew, Mildred, Spaghetti, Cynthia Birdley, Green Aardvark, Dr. Teeth, Droop, Uncle Deadly, Screeching Blonde Harridan, Purple Fuzzy Guy, Manamana, and Zelda Rose.
2: Way. Is Greenard Vark not the same as Droop?
0: Good question. <laughs> I do not know. I did wonder... To be confirmed. To be That's confirmed fine. slash I don't give a shit. I'm not going back to do that all again. <laughs> Potentially, I don't know. I did wonder who both of those were. You're probably right.
2: <laughs> I think that might mean that Droop got two well, as well, but yes. Well,
0: congratulations to all our nominees tonight.
2: <laughs> You're all winners.
0: And yes. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them, I was fully like, I have no idea who this is. <laughs> I gave a vote to Muppet Man.
2: I'm concerned about that. I'll be honest.
0: With it was you. the Rita Moreno Muppet yeah. Man, yeah, which is a mm. very odd choice in retrospect. <laughs> yes. But it we didn't know the first what was episode. <laughs> I'm so naive.
2: You were confused.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it is now time for us to reveal our third, second, and first place episodes for the first season of The Muppet Show. Before we start, I would like to ask the other two panellists <laughs> who they think will be the top three episodes for the season. Jade, I'm going to start with you. Uh, what do you think will be our third, second, and first place episodes for the season?
2: Okay, I'm I'm slightly guessing on the order here, but I reckon Rita in third... Bruce in second and Connie
0: in first. Intriguing. Emma? Mm.
1: I'm going to say Ethel Merman third and then I'm going to say Bruce Forsyth in second and then I think Connie Stevens in first.
0: Emma Chandler. <laughs> you have got that completely right. Boom. <laughs> Boom. <Chandler. laughs> In, well done, in then, third well. place with twenty three out of thirty was Ethel Merman, followed very closely by Sir Bruce Forsyth at twenty four, and then storming ahead with twenty five point five out of thirty, Connie Stevens.
2: Woo-woo. What did Rita get then? Was she Rita false? Moreno
0: was joint fifth with Valerie Harper. <gasps>
1: Candice Bergen
0: wow. was fourth place with 22 and a half out of 30. She won it by half a point over Rita half Moreno. A point. I don't know.
2: Well, I never. We were mean on that first episode, clearly. <laughs> well,
0: I know. So, just to take you through the rest of the totals, after Valerie Harper and Rita Moreno in fifth place, we jump down obviously to seventh with Lena Horn at 21. Eighth is Ben Vereen with 20.5. Ninth place is Vincent Price with 19 and a half. And then 10th place was Ruth Buzzy with 19. Interesting to note, seven out of our top 10 were the women guests on the first yes. season of The Muppet Show. After that point, uh, on 11th place was Florence Henderson with 18 and a half. Uh, we have two at joint twelfth: Sandy Duncan and Moominshance with 17. <laughs> what what a, a double bill. What Can- can you imagine <laughs> Sandy Duncan and Moominchance appearing on the same program? <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that. Sandy Duncan just hot it around while Chance just smashed their faces with clay. <laughs> oh, uh, in dear. 14th place was Phyllis Diller with 16.75. You're welcome for me doing that one. <laughs> 15th place was My Lover, Charles Aznaval with sixteen. In joint 16th place, we have Juliet Prowse, everybody's forgotten him, Paul Williams, and Avery Schreiber with 15 and a half. And then four people in joint 19th place, which then makes them all third to bottom uh, above Joel Grey and Twiggy, which is Jim Neighbors, Harvey Corman, Peter Ustinov, and Kay Ballard. I think the biggest surprise is that Rita Moreno mm. isn't higher.
2: Yeah, but I won. That's obviously because she was first, and we didn't. We, you know, we were very uncertain of where the sort of benchmark was. I think obviously, if we were to go back now and rewatch Rita, I'm sure we'd be. I'm sure we'd be placing her a little bit higher than. that. Are
0: you suggesting we do the entire first season again? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying we live with our choices. <laughs> Emma, any thoughts or surprises from uh, that ranking at all? No,
1: not particularly. I kind of, like, I the three that I guessed, I thought were probably going to be where they were. A couple of them were probably a little bit higher than I thought, but I'm not surprised. I think we did rank them pretty fairly. Um, I think, like you say, maybe Rita. I might have expected her to get a bit more, but I think... Like you both said, as she was our first episode, I think we weren't trying to go too high. So yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not that surprised to be completely fair.
2: And there were issues with the Rita episode. Like the runner was terrible and we didn't even talk about it because we just didn't want to talk about mm. it and stuff. So I suppose there's probably a bit of selective memory mm. about thinking about the real highlights of Rita's episode and maybe forgetting some of the fillery stuff that was in mm. there too.
0: I'm a bit surprised. By my own personal preference, at the how high Ruth Buzzy was, and it'd like to for her to be in the top 10 is surprising for me only because I just did not enjoy that episode particularly.
2: I'm guessing that's probably me that's lifted that up. Is it? <laughs> Let
0: me have a look. Let me scroll down to Ruth Buzzy. <laughs> so, for Ruth Buzzy, yes, you're quite right. Uh, Emma and I both gave Ruth Buzzy a six, and you gave her a seven, so you you bumped it over. I'm Mm. looking forward to our political voting next season where we're all just going to be trying to...
2: (laughs) 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 I'm looking forward to Emma just saying... I didn't give it to Rolf enough. Rolf, Rolf yeah. Yes. Rolf. That's, it. That's it
1: now. That's all I'm going to do.
0: It's like when people try to um, on Come die With Me sort of uh, bend it into yes. their favour by scoring too harshly.
2: And then when they do the next night and they're round someone else's and they go, I've had a change of heart. I actually want to uh, change my score. Uh,
0: because the producers told me I have to. <laughs> uh. So... Just some quick additional information for you. The most generous scorer of the season, which may be a surprise considering how judgmental they are, was actually Emma for (laughs) (laughs) 6.08 as her mean average for the season. They are then followed by Jade at bang on 6, followed by me at 5.9. 5.9.
2: Well, we're all very, very close. That's yeah. pretty, that's really quite tight considering how varied some of our numbers have been across the episodes.
0: It is. I think it may be because I scored Twiggy incredibly harshly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Emma was uh, the most generous of all of us uh, for Connie Stevens. Mm. She gave Connie oh. Stevens a nine. The only nine of the season. Uh, Jade, you were their next highest. Uh, you gave 8.5 to mm-hmm. Connie Stevens and to Sir Bruce Forsyth. Whereas my highest score was only ever 8 to Rita Moreno and Connie Stevens.
2: Yeah. Well,
0: we've there you go. still
2: got to give our, you know, our 10 then. None of us have given a 10 yet, so... We
0: haven't. Although I think looking at season two, optimistically... <laughs> There could be the opportunity for a tale. God,
2: I hope there is.
0: <laughs> Jade, I believe you have some listener questions for I us.
2: I do. Wow. It's so exciting! So exciting! Uh, yeah, we've had we've had three questions submitted, which is uh, which is very lovely. So thank you to everyone who sent them in. So the first question comes from Andrew. We actually have two from Andrew. So thank you, Andrew. Thanks, You're Andrew. Most most kind. Uh, so the first question from Andrew is, we know Lewis wants to touch the newsman, but who would Jade and Emma like to touch the most? <laughs> so Emma, I'll give you a little second to think, because obviously I've seen this already, so I've had to think. And my answer, Andrew, is animal. I think if I could like ruffle animal's fur, I think that would just be delightful and I'd have a thoroughly great time. <laughs> so... Animal is my answer, Emma. I know they've put you on the spot somewhat, but uh, who would who would you like to touch
0: <laughs> in a consensual manner? I can't believe I've just I feel like i have come across as <laughs> Do you know what? I
1: think I'm going to go with the same as you, Jade. Animal because he's kind of like fluffy and cute, and I think he would be. Um, yeah, I yeah. Be great. I think I'm going to go with animal. I can't
0: believe I'm just getting known as a perfect. <laughs> <with puppets. laughs> I'm shocked that you're shocked. Um, <laughs> mm. ah.
2: uh, I'll, I'll break Andrew's questions up with one who... Uh, this was an anonymous submission, uh, so thank you, anonymous. Um,
0: oh, no, it's not going to be even more perverse, is it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no it's, good, it's a good question.
0: It's not just send feet, is it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was just an aubergine emoji, that was it. Uh, no, um, no, it was... Uh, which of the season one Muppets, so by that the I think they mean like the Muppets that we know aren't part of the troupe anymore. Which of the Muppets that we've seen this season do you wish was still a member of the Muppet troupe?
1: Mm. Oh, that is a really good question. Um, I'm going to have to probably say Mildred. I just think she would have been really cool to sort of see how she progressed And also, I'm going to give a little shout out to Hilda as well. Hilda and Mildred. I think they would have been cool to sort of see where we would have gone with them. And I quite like the idea of Mildred still kicking around somewhere and maybe like a Muppet library or something. Mm. So, yeah, I think those two would have been great to have seen nowadays. How about you,
0: Lewis? Well, I mean, I do concur with you, Emma, uh, particularly since there is a De- definite lack of female presence in the Muppet exactly. Troop. The fact that we come back mm. and two of them are gone uh, is uh, it's not ideal. Oh. I mean, if Screaming Blonde Harrigan doesn't come back in some way, that would be quite disappointing. Mm. But honestly... I do like that a lot of the sentient food has been around unshackled from Swedish Chef. Mm -hmm. Swedish Chef and the sentient food have yet to meet (laughs) in a proper way. And now I worry that they will just become a foil to his whimsy, which is fun. But I like that they have their own unique presence on the show. (laughs) So I'm just going to say potentially uh, unaccompanied sentient food. (laughs) Unaccompanied.
2: Yeah, Emma, I'm with you. I think both Mildred and Hilda would be fantastic to still have around. Lewis, I'm surprised you didn't say Cynthia Bergley but I guess she was just a little one-off.
0: She was a, one a off. one-off. Yeah, I knew that was never going to last. You know, it's like when you have a one really good hookup and you go, do you know what? That's all this was going to be, but that's fine. <laughs> Goodbye forever, stranger. And you just <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> walk off into the night.
2: <laughs> Lewis is basically doing jazz hands. That's how, that's
0: how that's how i do street.
2: it <laughs> so I right yes our final listener question which was also from andrew which moment do you wish you could
1: unsee the twiggy episode
2: <laughs> the entire twiggy episode i so i've obviously again had a little bit of time to think about this and for specific moments the first thing that came to my mind
1: the shadow puppets
2: <laughs> was the feet in the mud oh yeah yeah for the um mississippi mud song and then the other thing when i was thinking about it was do you remember in the charles asnavort episode the muppet head things when they were like really tight to their faces oh, yeah. and they were dancing
1: oh yeah so they're my two the that I things, really... yeah
2: yeah muppetoids that's what it was i couldn't even think of the name emma yeah they're my they're my two the feet in the mud and the the Freaky head thing. Oh, do you know?
0: What I would like to unsee un- also from the Charles Aznavour episode. It's just the entire inchworm number. Yeah. Inchworm, yes. Oh my god, oh, yes. But specifically the creepy shadow again. Shadow puppets in yes. the school house being like two plus two is four. <gasps> no, <it's-> stop,
2: <laughs> <Yes>. stop. <laughs> unsee and unhear. Yeah,
0: yeah. I would like to unhear that. I think yeah, unhear would yeah. be.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So thank you everyone who sent your questions in. That was, uh, they were, they were great. And please continue to send us questions for season two. Yeah,
0: <laughs> love them. <laughs> All right. The very last thing we are going to do for our uh, wrap up episode is to <laughs> blindly <laughs> and with no basis in anything other than opinion, decide which episodes we are looking forward to in season two and why. Emma, why don't you kick us off?
1: Okay, so I'm going to say Julie Andrews, number one. Kel
0: Suprees. <laughs>
1: Kel to the yes. I am really looking forward to this episode. I just really hope I'm not putting too much <laughs> expectation on it. <laughs> um, Yeah, so that's definitely something I'm looking forward to. And also, I think Elton John as well. I think that's going to be a really fun episode, so, yeah, I, there's a lot of great guest stars um, coming up in season two. So I'm really hoping like expectation meets reality. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Fingers crossed. And also I'm really looking forward to sort of new songs and sketches and also sort of character development as well. And also discovering stars that I don't know much about as well. Because some of our best episodes, case in point, Connie Stevens,
0: mm-hmm.
1: have been, you know, total surprises. So yeah, um, I can't wait for season two. Um, How about you, Jade?
0: Oh, hang on, Emma, is there anything from, purely for no reason at all, is there anything that you're guessing you will not enjoy or any guest you don't like the look of?
1: Oh, um, I don't know, to be honest. Um... Maybe Bob Hope. Maybe that might not age well. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's a fair point. (laughs) Yeah, that'll be interesting. All right, Jade, uh, what about you?
2: I just wrote down some actual predictions for what I think may may happen. Ooh. Ooh. So my first one is that I don't think we'll have any more songs from the Henson Memorial. Because I think they've done them all. (laughs) (laughs)
0: that was a long funeral well
2: uh, that's my prediction lewis okay so i'm sure it probably will prove wrong Mm. my second prediction is that miss piggy will get her own dressing room because it's stressing me out that the diva that is piggy is currently having to share so i'm hoping that she puts her hoof down foot down and gets a dressing room of her own and lastly, well, and then I've got I've got some things about best and worst expectations. But my last actual prediction is that there will be enough opportunities that we are genuinely amazed by the puppetry that we can finally establish. How do they do that? As a catchphrase no. for puppetational. <laughs> S- <laughs> S- yes.
0: <laughs> that plan we had so long ago to try and make that a feature.
2: <laughs> so I'm hoping for some amazing puppetry, please. And then in terms of the episodes that I'm looking forward to, Emma, I'm totally with you with Julie Andrews, Elton John. I'm also really looking forward to John Cleese. But I think the one that for me, just because of his sensibility and also because he loves a banjo, which obviously fits very nicely with Kermit, Steve Martin. I I think Steve Martin's going to play wonderfully with the Muppets and I'm really, really excited to see it. The one that I am... not looking forward to and have very low expectations of is edgar bergen and i've written down and this is it he's a ventriloquist <gasps> i know oh no <laughs>
0: i'm freaking dreading that scares me
2: it's gonna be awful it's gonna be so bad oh. Oh.
0: ventriloquism has no place <laughs> in modern entertainment
2: no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's my uh my my forecast for season two, as it that. were. And Lewis, why don't you uh, round round off our roundup with yep. with yours?
0: So off of that, the episodes that I think are going to be potentially very, very good, or I think I personally am really going to enjoy. Julie Andrews is a given. I'm very excited about Madeline Kahn. I love her as a performer and actress and comedian and... I really hope that the episode does her justice. I'm hoping that Bernadette Peters will give us an Ethel Merman style. Yes. You know, a great musical performer who will be able to blend well with the Muppets style of... We're putting on a show! Uh, I'm also excited for Peter Sellers as well. I think that kind Mm -hmm. of wackiness that he can have within him, but also that kind of control might be very exciting. So we shall see episodes i am dreading for no reason at all petula clark i do not know why but i <laughs> i just feel like it's
1: downtown I just like it's
0: gonna be awful i don't know why <laughs> um the obviously the bloody what's his name uh edgar Peter bergen Berger, edgar Bergen. Bergen. <laughs> um i'm also not liking the look of zero Mustel. <laughs> mm, yes yes I don't enjoy any sketch that takes place in like Tudor times or is like really oldie timey. So that's, I don't know. I worry about that. And I'm also slightly worried about (laughs) whatever the hell Judy Collins is doing with that clown.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Can I just uh, say something about, I'm not going to say specifically, but I think you might enjoy the Zero Mostel episode, but for reasons that have nothing to do with him as a performer. I'm just going to leave that as uh a... Vague do not that?
0: threaten me with the with the return of my son Just <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs>
2: lewis is flushing for everyone at home
0: <laughs> if oh my god what if i've just had to denounce the episode <laughs> that my baby comes on what have i been what have i done <laughs> what have you done oh god we'll just have to wait Um, and see the only thing I'm also just genuinely a little worried about is that we do seem to this season have a lot more male performers than women yeah there's loads yeah I think one of the strengths of the first season was how well balanced it was and as you can see from our scoring we really responded to the episodes that had female guests so to have such a male heavy season uh it does make me a little more trepidatious, if that's a word. But uh yeah, I'm I'm willing to be proved wrong. I do not hate all men. <laughs> just <laughs> some. <laughs> I'm
2: hoping that maybe I mean, I know we've just been saying as well that obviously we know we're not gonna have some of the female Muppets back, but obviously we know Piggy's gonna be a much stronger presence throughout the future seasons than she than she was in season one. So I guess I'm just hoping that maybe there's enough piggy that it balances out in terms of it not just always skewing to really like male-oriented plot lines or or comedy. So, we yeah, can I don't only
0: know. Hope, mm. and it will be very interesting when, at whatever point we get to the end of season two, when we come back and listen to these things to see whether we were proved right or wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll all fricking love the ventriloquist episode.
2: I'm gonna be as bold to say no to that. <laughs> <That's>...
0: <laughs> well, with that, I think this might be the end of our season wrap up. Um, any closing thoughts from either of you before we send this podcast off into a little uh, autumn winter nap, and we come back at whatever goddamn point we choose. <laughs> But we will be coming back. (laughs) We are coming back. We're just taking a little break.
2: (laughs) I just want to say thank you genuinely from the bottom of, I believe, all of our hearts to everyone who's listened to the podcast. It's been amazing to, to watch the Muppet show for the first time. And then also to talk about the episodes with Emma and Lewis from my point of view, Um, but also that people have been enjoying it and sharing it. And uh, yeah, just thank you so, so much. And we will be back, so just bear with us while we have a little autumn hibernation <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and get back into the real world for a little while instead of just the Muppet Theater. <laughs> so yeah, it's been amazing. Um, and I I really can't wait for season two. I'm so excited to see what so many huge names do with the Muppets. Like that's just the dream. It is
1: definitely I. You know, it's been an amazing kind of ride the last few months. It's been really enjoyable doing this. And, well, actually, thank you, Jade, for kind of coming up with it, really. Because who would have thought that we would have been on a podcast (laughs) all together? You know, it's been amazing and it's been great and it's been really fun to watch. And like you said, Jade, I can't wait to see what's going to happen in season two. And, you know, our next season as well. It's going to be a lot of fun to do. Oh, my God. And, yeah, I can't wait, really. And, you know, big thanks to all of our listeners out there. It's amazing that our little podcast has done so well. And also we had our little shout out in The Guardian.
0: A national publication, Emma. It is not a little shout out.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, so it's been great. You know, I've really enjoyed it. So, yeah, thanks.
0: I mean, we've done this show because we love it, but it's very nice to find out that a lot of other people love it too. Uh, So the response and messages and the shout outs that we've had have all really meant so much because it does sometimes feel like we are... You know, it's just, it's lovely to talk uh, between the three of us, but it is nice to know that other people respond to it as well, because uh, otherwise it's just the three people on a Zoom chatting about the Muppets. Chatting
2: Muppets. Chatting Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> talking about Disneyland. Talking about
0: Muppets. Oh, God. No, it's nice. To, it's just nice to know we're not wasting our time. i <laughs> uh, and yes. on that note I think we should say Thank you so much For listening to Muppet Station. Uh Don't forget You can subscribe Rate and review It really helps Spread the word About the podcast While we're gone, you can still follow us on social media. We are at Muppetsational on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook. We will still be posting stuff intermittently during our little hiatus. And also, you'll be able to find out first there when we will be coming back. Uh, You can contact us at hiho at muppetspodcast.com. And you can find out more about us and the podcast at muppetspodcast.com. Com. And with that, it is time for us to inch like the terrible little inchworms no! into our little <laughs> chrysalis where we will come out as beautiful season two butterflies. <laughs> so from me, Lewis Chandler, goodbye for now.
2: From me, Jay Turner, thank you so much. We'll see you soon.
1: And from me, Emma Changler, goodbye and see you soon.
0: <laughs> Emma, quick, get some sugar. <laughs> Emma, it's... She's flagging, she's flagging. I'm Emma Changler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just... Oh God, somebody just slap her. <laughs> just... <laughs> we will see you again very soon on a brand new season of Muppet Station. Woo! Woo! Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: Our theme music is "Peppy Pepe by Kevin MacLeod and our artwork is designed by Charlotte Rudge who you can follow at at charlie underscore r underscore rudge on Instagram.
1: That was a funny show. Yes, it was. I wonder if they meant it that way. <laughs>